0: This is 90 Day CEO, the podcast. Created for women out there building their businesses on a mission to get their services and their gifts out into this world.
1: We are Mooch and Melissa, co-founders of 90 Day CEO. We created this podcast to do exactly that. And we are on our own mission
0: to help those of you who want to get gritty and get real and to ditch the BS. To not worry about having that swipe up on Instagram, to not focus on perfectly curated photos, but rather to understand the
1: dynamics of building a business and then focus your passion on your service. You wanna show up and serve? Let's get down to build a business. What's up, 90 Day CEO, and welcome back. We are thrilled more so than ever to get the team back together for this two-part series featuring no one else but Brian Donovan and Elijah Bowie, two coaches crucial in our growth and honestly crucial in having fun along the way. In this first episode, we're taking it way back to the early days of Mooch and Mel, strategies to getting started and what it means to be coachable, how guarantees actually can hurt your business and how fear plays into being and staying small. So, without further ado, let's dive in.
0: Okay, 90 Days CEO fam, we are so excited for today's pod. Probably, I don't want to like pump their egos too much, but probably our best guess, maybe. maybe yeah. 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 Thanks so much. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But we are super excited to introduce you guys to behind the scenes of uh, two people who are incredibly um, a part of what we've built and largely the reason for how we are able to build you know, in the way that we did so quickly using their strategies, their coaching, their support, their accountability, their no bullshitting, their sarcasm, their sarcasm. <laughs> so without further ado, let's, uh, let's dive on in, get excited. Brian, you want to introduce
1: yourself first?
2: Hey, what's happening? 90 Day Tribe and and podcast listeners. My name is Brian Donovan here, founder of Automate and Scale. And I build the systems to help you scale your business to seven figures. And I leverage basically my knowledge in helping over 250 clients do the same over the last few years. And my mission is to help you basically ditch the hustle, hustle culture. And and stop the 80 hour work weeks and ultimately basically get your business built through other people, whether it's contractors and virtual assistants, and get it get get you to your KPIs or your goals through processes and through systems and through people and through priorities. And so I've had the fortunate, you know, time of being an entrepreneur now for like five, five years, I would say, online. And uh, it's been quite a journey, and I'm really excited for this podcast to share, whether it's, you know, business strategies or mindset strategies or just anything to help you get out of, you know, a rut or help you break through that next revenue level or get you unstuck so that you can start to scale your, your online business. So drop. yeah, I would love to, love to start to introduce my man, Elijah though, as well. I know Melissa and approve of this right we're gonna introduce yeah, some yeah. elijah here well, and bowie, Bowie's, coach bowie
1: in the yeah, house bowie you've been on our podcast so you're definitely a familiar face on this one but if you want to just kind of give everyone a rundown of who you are what you do now you have a baby because before when we recorded your first one you were yeah, just about to
3: have a baby i think it was like
1: on his due date so yeah Brendan would be awesome
3: yeah as you mentioned i am a dad um oh, Wesley, hey, yeah. though uh i i'm just a dude man i'm a <laughs> I've been able and fortunate to be an entrepreneur now. I guess that's what the, the kids call it these days for the last 11 years or so. And um, it been a long journey, but I've been able to do a bunch of cool stuff, work in a bunch of different businesses in over 20 industries now um, across the world. And all of that moving around and doing stuff, um, you know, I picked up little pieces along the way. And so, now, um, what I do on a daily basis is I'm a dude who um, looks at other people's businesses and help them see the forest of the trees and uncover um, little pockets of profit. Now, usually that rears its head in some sort of sales or marketing strategy. But yeah, that's what I do. And um, just kick it around. So that's yeah. me. I
0: love that you said like just a regular guy, because honestly, I think you know, I know you guys have probably experienced this in your coaching, um, and which and I experience it all the time, but Mm -hmm. so many people think like, well, who am I to do this? Like, how can I do this? I haven't been, you know, I wasn't raised to do this and we're all just regular people, right. Who just figured out how to build businesses. Right. But it's not like, you don't have to be born into like this, error or really a family of, you know, high-level entrepreneurs to be able to become a high-level entrepreneur. That's what I think is so beautiful about it.
1: And I think that's honestly like why we gravitated towards both of you, right? We were just chatting, Mm -hmm. Melissa and I met Brian and Elijah in a mastermind that we were in that had, you know, big headliner names, right? But we gravitated towards two coaches who were actually showing possibility, right? And I think that's something that we you know, try to show our clients and, and future clients is like, it is possible. There doesn't need to be this like massive gap from, you know, I'm making $0 and you know, you have to be a billionaire in a year. Like there is this middle ground that I think a lot of people are really grateful for. And they're mm-hmm. grateful to, to be around. Absolutely, I, are, so.
2: I think like a few things off of that was, um, one, it's like really important to understand like that fire inside of you. I know when I got started in entrepreneurship, it was for like freedom and it was for impact. Mm-hmm. You know, like really connecting with that. Why most people talk about it, but I, you know, I, I saw a post today. It was like connecting with what is that drive that's going to continue to allow you to show up consistently and learn the skills so that you can go out and share them with the world and serve more and make a bigger impact. Because the steps in doing the business, that's all it's like very mechanical right? It's very, Hey, this is very practical. Here's the next thing. Elijah talks a lot about that. Like, here's like the next most relevant thing to helping you, you know, building your business, removing that obstacle. It's very practical. It's very numbers driven. It's very like, almost automatic, but what's not is developing that inner fire, that inner confidence, that inner mindset of like worthiness or grit or, you know, overcoming that type of adversity, which we were just talking about. In order to go out and achieve those different accomplishments, because you know a lot of businesses do fail. Like, there's a lot of businesses out there that do not make it. Like, and, right. and that's you just look at the statistics. And you know, obviously, business is changing, and there's different ways and different strategies to make it uh, more profitable for you. But I think it really does start with the mindset of things, and you have to figure out how to get momentum, right? And like the last thing I'll add here is today is October first when we're shooting it. And so using, using, any, <laughs> yeah, no, and like using any end of quarter three, beginning of quarter four, using, using, like there's opportunities to get leverage on yourself, whether that's on the first of the month, mm-hmm. right. Or the first of a quarter or like 8am or right after you get a sale. And like, I think that's mm-hmm. what you guys did best when we were working with you. Like, it, I think you guys <laughs> leveraged the first of the first and end of months, like 30, 31st mm-hmm. and 1st to reflect and set goals and use sales, right? Taught by Bowie to get momentum and use that to continue the train to making more sales. Like most people, like if you make a sale at 7.30 PM at night and then you eat a big dinner and you go to sleep, there's no momentum there, right? But if you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to make a sale middle of the day. I'm going to use that to go complete something else, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you can ultimately stack a bunch of freaking wins, on top of each other. And that was what you guys did really well as well. It's like stacking wins, you know? And you just stack wins, stack wins, hit goals, (laughs) set goals, reflect on goals. And the business part's mechanical. But you guys did a lot of the inner work to get yourselves in that place, which I, you know, to bring it full circle, it starts with that inner work that you have to do.
0: I mean, I love that you went back to what you saw, right? Because we started with like kind of what Mooch and I saw and you guys and we gravitated towards like, oh, like we feel this energy. Like we feel like, like I felt pulled, right? Like mm-hmm. I felt pulled and I was like, oh yes, like I'm fucking ready. Like, let's go. Brian just hit on it. Boy, what did you see? And then if you want to add anything too, but like, what did you see in us? Because when we came to you guys, and most people listening, they see us now. We have move, we have 90 day CEO, you know, but a seven figure business. We are, you know, you know, in this position, but when we met you guys like two years ago, October. Yeah. It was October. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. Wow. Isn't that crazy. Crazy. Yeah, two years Damn. ago in October, we were like two girls who didn't know how to set goals. We didn't know what KPIs were. We didn't even know what our, our finances were. We I didn't know, you know. We, need. we were taking money in PayPal and Venmo and running our program in <laughs> Facebook.
2: And taking sales calls like this together. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
0: <probably>. <laughs> so, you know, it's your fault. <laughs> Can you give like people listening mm-hmm. a glimpse into that version of Mewtwo Melissa?
3: Yeah. Um, I guess what I saw... Yeah in you guys was and I think it's um the only thing that that people have to commit to um because like you said there's no special sauce there's no fucking special you know gene that you're born with it's just a decision that you have to commit to to be committed to that the fact that I don't know um what I don't know and I'm just gonna go try this shit And I'm going to get some data back from it. And then I'm going to make my next step off of whatever data. Right. And if I can just do that over and over and over consistently, I'm going to look back three months, six months, two years now, and that stacks up. And I think that's what I saw. Most of you guys. I mean, I remember um, way before, uh, way before you guys ever mentioned anything, but maybe um, you guys had thought about it. Uh, I remember there was a call, uh, me and Brian were on, and you guys started calling us coach and, I was like, I was like, I think they want to work with us.
4: Um,
3: So I like started thinking that, but like, that's honestly the biggest thing that I saw in you guys was just that commitment to no matter what um, we said, or, you know, what message you put out there and people didn't respond to, or, you know, you didn't get a bunch of likes or, you know, so-and-so's Instagram looks like this, you guys were just committed to the process. Um, and I think that's the most important thing, the most important decision. And it paid off for you guys. Cause I remember the first thing I ever told you guys to do was you had that, you know, move, um, and it was like $200. You guys had just raised it to like $200 or something. And you were getting on, first of all, getting on like sales calls for $200 and stuff. And I'm like, okay, hey, first thing's first, we got to raise the price. And you guys were scared out of your mind. Um, but you did it right and you know so on and so forth. So that's honestly the the thing that I saw honestly, yeah. the most. I'm gonna tag on
2: there for a second. I think that you guys, you know, there's that burn the boats kind of decision you got to make in your life. A lot of people listening to this have maybe even made that decision where you're going all in. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go and make 10 grand a month. I'm gonna go make 50 grand a month, 100 grand a month, whatever that is. You made that decision. Some people then waver between that commitment to the decision. And in, in that wavering, there's a lot of uncertainty that ends up being created. But what I think you guys did really well is like, you made the decision and you took immediate action, even in the face of the uncertainty. And when you take action in the face of uncertainty, even when you don't know all the steps, here's what happens next. You get the motivation, you get the clarity that you need. Too many entrepreneurs, I see this today, like going from zero to 25K or 50K or whatever, they get stuck in... What do you call it? It's like paralysis. No, call it paralysis, perfection paralysis, yes. like perfection, whatever. What is it? Perfection. Perfection. Paralysis. <laughs> like that's what I think you guys. Like most of them get stuck in that, and then they then they're like, over. Oh, I'm overwhelmed, and then I'm like, oh, I'm playing victim, or there's a lot of learned helplessness, and they blame, and then they're like, oh, the coaches fall, whatever, whatever yes. it is. Yeah. But the, the 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 truth is, or the fact is, is like you take the action. Then the clarity comes, mm-hmm. right? And it's like clarity comes ten minutes after you start taking action, right? You're like, okay, I'm gonna. I don't know what email to write. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start writing the email and then see what actually comes after. And I think you guys did that better than anyone else. And um, yeah, I applaud you for that because without the on, you know, the commitment to action, holy shit, you guys, you guys wouldn't be where you're today.
1: Yeah, a thousand. No. And yeah. I think too, like, to give you guys credit, because you know, we love you both. But like, <laughs> it was honestly like trusting that, right? It was like, and we see this now with our clients, like we have clients that it's just like, they don't care. They're going to do what it takes. Right. And they trust whatever we're coaching them. And I think we really saw that in you, you know, and, and for most of you listening, like for, to kind of paint the picture a little bit more is the mastermind that we were a part of shut down and we ran to Brian and Bowie to be like, Hey, can we hire you? Yeah. Because we were like, we need we need this energy and this delivery and this support. And um, I think that, you know, comes to show too, like how we were able to step up. I think we are action takers at heart and that's like kind of in our blood. But I think trusting that made it that much quicker.
2: Heck yeah. Most people are wavering and wallowing and, you know, collecting more information or yeah, being yeah. a knowledge addict or like, yeah. certification you, know, ethics, yeah, certification, right? you know, I get stuck sometimes. Oh, you probably face this all the time. It's like, everyone's like, Oh, I should do a webinar funnel sales page, low ticket offer content posting. And it's like, pick one thing, go and master that, yeah. then go move on to the next thing. And just, Absolutely. I, I, I personally like, am obsessed with making a stand against people who get overwhelmed. <laughs> it drives me absolutely insane. Like people who get overwhelmed, they're like, oh my goodness, like just slow down. Yeah. It's like step by step. Like don't let overwhelm be this cop out for you not taking action. That is just, that is, you know, do, do your dreams mean something to you? Yes. Okay, great. Then stop getting overwhelmed. Let's put some objectives to it and go out and actually execute. And sometimes that comes off a little forceful, but like, you know, you got to be a little (laughs) bit structured and you got to be, you got to have a little drive to make it happen. And so that's the biggest thing. I guess it's me projecting, but like, I
3: guess. Yeah, no, I I, I get what you're saying. (laughs) I, I think basically what you're saying, and I think why people get overwhelmed, right, is because everyone's always, and I was coaching a client on this earlier today, attaching some type of feeling or thought process to what they're doing right? But if you just start with what you can control, right? You ladies didn't know when you started this, that you were going to have a seven figure business. I don't, that wasn't even in like the goal. I don't even think at the time, but if you would have had that goal, then you have all that pressure and you have all these feelings. Well, how are so-and-so doing it? I always say like, commit to act to the consequences of the action, right? Because every action has consequences. Consequences are not negative; they're po- they can be positive too, right? The consequence to working out is stronger muscles, right? We know that. And so it's like, like you were saying, just committing to whatever the process is. There's going to be a consequence to that, and showing up powerfully. That consequence, um, you know, usually turns out positive for your business, right? You can't not consistently show up and take action and not get better at something. It's just, you know, the way the world works.
0: I love that. And it's funny, Boy, because we were talking about that recently. And so I always say entrepreneurship is like humanship.
3: Like you're,
0: like you said, you can't, you can't separate yourself. Right. So if you're learning and like you're building yourself and you're practicing these things in your business or you're practicing them in your life, you're going to, it's going to translate. Right. And in my life, you know, being able to then say like, Oh, I'm going to just see how this, like well, how this rolls out you know, just pursue this. But And it's a beautiful thing. And this is where I think like business can really build you as a human and you as a human can really build your business, right? They feed each other. It's like this really nice synergy. But this is one of the biggest things we see is somebody wants to know if I join, you know, how much will I make each month? How many clients will I have? If I send this email, what will I get back? And like you guys are saying, like you've got to detach from outcome and take action.
2: I say the same thing. Someone the other day, like freaking (laughs) dropped out of sales (laughs) call with me, like, do you guarantee results? And so like, I've done this before where I give a money back guarantee. If you don't, I've done money backs, so I've done all these things, et cetera. And, you know, I said to her, I was like, well, I, I don't know if I got this from here or wherever. It was like, do, I'm like, do you have a gym membership? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, do you have an eight pack? Yeah. You know? And it's like, okay. <laughs> all right, cool. Oh, oh, you can go and get an impact at the gym if you went every day and you eat, right? and You got plenty of That's sleep. Amazing. And yeah. it's like, uh, well, okay. You know, then don't... Put it on me. Put it on me. Like, again, what you put in is what you're going to get out. It's personal right?
0: responsibility. I
2: mean, add that to the, 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 the sales objection to the Yeah, up there.
4: Yeah.
3: I, I love it. I know, I know what um he's mean. The, the reason that works, by the way, for all you coaches and entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening, um, what you have to realize is you're not selling a result. You need to rid yourself of that pressure. Your job is not the person's result at the end of it. So for instance, to use Brian's analogy of the gym membership, that person hiring a coach, you're not hiring, they're not hiring a coach to get, get you eight pack abs, right? Cause only the person can do that. I, I know what you're hiring that coach to do is maybe like for the accountability, Right. Maybe your plan to get eight pack abs right now is shitty or it's not the most efficient, you know, and that's what you're providing as a business owner. Right. Is the accountability, the support, the community and the um, the plan that's a little bit better than yours? theirs. And they have to c- commit to that. And if they do, they will get a result. But you're not solely responsible for the result as the as the coach or business owner.
0: I think just to kind of wrap up on guarantee. So I think it's important to talk about why they might actually like why I think they can disservice, and I made up that word and I use it all the time. I was trying to find another one, but <laughs> why they can disservice a client, because it actually can enable them to not take full action, to not have that fire lit under them, to feel like they're not fully responsible for implementing that, it's the coaching program. And so we've done them, and we've you know made you know guarantees with people, but I always say like, look, this is why we don't want to do it. This yeah. is why we're apprehensive. But I understand this is to like alleviate some of your fear and to, you know, support some of that. So as long as you follow X, Y, and Z, but mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, if you're somebody out there who's looking to join a mastermind, I would not be shopping for a money back guarantee because you are literally saying, so, yeah. I don't trust myself yeah. or that this is actually going to work. And I also wouldn't be shopping for, you know, who's got X amount of followers or who's got, you know, X amount of stuff they're posting on social media. Like you need to follow where your energy is alliance right like yeah. yeah he's got striped screenshots or whatever that is but <laughs> you really do need to go where your energy aligns and you feel like oh that person can pull me right like that person can pull me like i'm ready to fucking go and that energy can pull me
3: nice
1: but am are sitting there like
3: shit i just
0: posted a striped screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: i'm just like dying because i mean not to like not to bring negative oh, okay. to the podcast you guys, there's just a lot of, like, I, what, what Mel, uh, Melissa said is, like, so important. Like, it's all about who you feel just can help you. Like, don't be mesmerized. I get, I, basically, I told you I'm just the dude, and a lot of the people that you run around and see have hired this dude to help them, which is totally fine, right? But my point is that you don't need a million followers. You don't need all the flashy stuff that doesn't make someone a good coach, right? It really is just about like you connecting and if they align and all those things, because things can be presented one way and not be true as well. So
1: I think the same goes for partnerships too. Like we get asked so so much. Everyone's like, you guys are so lucky. You were like such great partners. Or I like had a partner that I didn't, it didn't work out. Or, you know, I wish I had a partner and it's the same thing. It's like, it's almost like you have to let go of like what it all looks like and just go with your intuition and your gut. Yeah. We
0: knew each other three days. Three days. we we'd hung out three times before we decided to And we to were drunk
1: business. twice and two times. Yeah. Ago. I'm like, what? I just <laughs> think <laughs> I,
4: people are just like, trying to justify why
1: well, it didn't work
3: exactly Yeah. so um, wait is that the secret then like you're telling everybody your if you want your seven figure idea you need to go get drunk find a stranger <laughs> but, no. we
4: actually you, right? you
0: <laughs>
3: 48 hours <laughs>
0: you guys know <laughs> uh, no 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 we hung out three different times
3: um, yeah total yeah.
0: before we decided to build a business
3: was yeah like sure
0: but no <laughs> we just being funny well, that's good we brings humor yeah, that's mm-hmm. why we all just work. Which, I have a question for you. Yeah. So when we look back, and then I want to hear what you guys think, but we talked about what we did do well, yeah. right? We talked about like, oh, we were creating, we took action, we did all this. Like, what were our roadblocks that you can remember? And, and I want to hear like, Bowie and Brian, like, what were our roadblocks that we had to overcome? Because I don't want anyone listening to think like, oh,
1: this was just this beautiful fairy tale, or we just joined and worked hard and everything came about. Yeah. was you not know, it? No, I love that. I think there are phases too. Like at the beginning, it was kind of to Bowie's point, like I didn't want to charge people. Yeah. I didn't want to have family members in there who I knew I could support, pay me to do something that like we were both really fucking good at. Like, I think that was a really big roadblock for us at the beginning. I think just even understanding like how the whole business side of it worked, we were kind of just going with the flow. And I don't know if that was a roadblock. To be honest, I really don't. I think it almost helped us. Yeah. Um, I do think that in the beginning phases, it was kind of that sales process—the how do I show up online type process. How do yeah. I tell my story? Yeah. Like, how the hell am I doing this? And then it was again when we started ninety day, right? Like there were other roadblocks when you're starting like the second business, and now we have roadblocks that exist at seven figures. It's not like they just like yeah. poof and go away, right? <laughs> like it it is constantly evolving.
2: I think for Roblox, I don't think there like there wasn't any in my mind looking back that I, that you almost didn't know were like not coming like yeah. they were already going to like it was quite obvious like you guys could predict where you guys were going to be. I was like okay, this month is going to be like marketing and sales like this is yeah. going to be what we need to focus on. Or this month was you know client onboarding or client retention or hey you know people are graduating in ninety days. What do we do next? Like do we add another offer? I think that. Bowie and I almost like kind of knew what you're gonna run into. And like when you got to that, it was like, okay, this is this is how we go and solve that. Yeah. And instead of like being more like planning, you guys just I think you guys decided on what you wanted really well, you aligned really well, you adapted really well, and then you guys improved like mm-hmm. always. And like that's basically this in a it nutshell. Yeah. It's like yeah. decide on what you want align the people and priorities and processes to get it. it Yeah, go adapt until you make it happen and constantly improve at the end of the day. But I don't think there was any roadblocks that we didn't know were not coming. Mm -hmm. Like, through anticipation, through prediction, like, here (laughs) comes the next one. Like, okay, when you reach this revenue mark, like, here's what's going to happen or, hey, this is what's, like, this is what's kind of out of our bucket right now. Here's what we should do instead. And so, I think you guys just Always were calm under pressure. Greatness is coolness under pressure, I think. And so just like, hey, you know what? This is what we need to do this month. And you guys went and executed. But I mean, what do you, what do you think? Do you think there was like any like roadblocks?
3: Like, road like, like in a traditional sense of business, no. And I think the reason was, was because we, what we talked about earlier about them being so committed to just, hey, whatever our coaches say. I know that there had to been between them because they're always fucking whispering on calls, like whisper, 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 whisper. And I could see, you know, sometimes we tell them to do something, and they're just like, they, they're like, man, fuck this plan. This plan is not gonna work. Like, why
4: are you laughing again? like, I know.
3: You know, which isn't a bad thing, but I think, like I said, I think there were some things. I think and I had told you guys this several times over, I think that the only thing I ever saw getting in you guys' way was that you were trying to, you got, everything was happening so fast, which is always happens to my entrepreneurs that experience quick wins, that then you get into this, I don't know, dream state of like, well, it's always going to happen that fast and that quickly. And you want, and when you don't, there's this feeling because entrepreneurship um, and when you're an entrepreneur is your entire being, there's this feeling of like, well, what are we doing wrong? And like, and I think you guys had some of that. Um, mm-hmm. but like, like Brian said, we, you know, um, one, he did a phenomenal job having you guys have little systems and checks for everything. Right. So we could see it.
4: Yeah, everything. Uh, yeah. For
3: everything, literally. Um, so we could see it. And then it was like, okay, Hey, here's, you know, what you need to go do this week to address it. And you guys took action on that.
2: Yeah. And I think that's like entrepreneurship, being an entrepreneur, <laughs> biggest thing you can do is just predict where you believe your business is going to be in the next upcoming weeks, months, quarter. And like, if you're sitting here today, and you're like, I am running my business off of a back of the napkin I'm getting kind of planned and I'm waking up and just like doing whatever is at the whim or however I feel, or like I'm just doing tasks. Like you're toast, totally toast. Mm. toast. Like you got to, you have to stop just following like to-do lists or tasks lists. And you actually have to look at your business long-term, play the long-term game as well. You have to look at it like, hey, you know, what Bowie teaches me today might not give me a return in six hours or six days, but it might in six weeks, it might in six months. And it's better, you're better off playing the, the longer term game, being able to plan and prioritize so you can put your people to work what time. you
3: said there is super important i just want to make sure how they fit about um the task thing because i actually just was two weeks ago now but um was on a coaching call of kinds and said the same thing we as entrepreneurs are addicted to doing these tasks but most time except for me i'm a, the laziest motherfucker you're ever <laughs> <laughs> but most times um these tasks don't push the needle forward in my business or don't push you know, what we're focusing on at that moment in the business forward. And so people look up and say, oh, there's so much to do and I'm so busy and all this. And it's just because you're just doing random tasks, but not actually things that are immediately going to push the needle forward in your business, which.
0: That was something you helped us a lot with. And Mooch and I still have to talk about this on like a daily basis Is we, and so everything has a light, right? And shadow side. And so light side, we fucking work. There wasn't a Monday where we weren't the first goal setting sheet. For the week the point where like everyone was Everyone's like I was we're like, gonna so about two minutes late this is a of <laughs> hard. and we were like he than not sooner. fuck you like, like work harder yep. you know but so, uh, like we just and so that's like the light right like we grind and like if, if something has to get done has to get done on the dark side of that like we can lose sight of what actually needs to get done versus like what we would create and i think that was a huge thing That you guys helped us with, yep. yeah. Um, especially with the goal setting, and the priorities and the systems that you did, because
2: that's that still hard, hard. yeah. It's people working in
3: the business yeah. versus on the business.
0: If you first said that, I was like, What are you talking you know, about? But like, you yeah. got Everyone a little-
3: just a needs podcast. a Brian. I remember there'd be times where you guys would bring things up for a uh, call and like, or message before, like, Hey, I want to we uh want to talk about this, mm-hmm. and then you guys like bring it up in Brian's face, you know, like he just gets that like stone cold face, and then he gets kind of like annoyed, he's just like, No. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and at no. first, too, I, I like literally when that used to happen, I'd be like, He just wasn't even paying attention to us, <laughs> he <laughs> was probably like looking at something, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, but that is, I think, we work so well together, too,
4: because we don't take anything personally. I would do something like that, and be like, All right, well, yeah. oh, we got our answer. Yeah. You know, yeah,
2: no, it's like most people are, like, like, they like to be these. Fire killer extraordinaires. Like they'd like to go out and put out fires all day and chase down checkboxes in a task list. That's $10 per hour or $5 per hour nonsense. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I even uh, go as far as say, don't start your day, don't start working until wait, you know, the night before you've planned or whatever, even if it's the morning of you have it aligned with the goals for the week. Mm -hmm. Don't start working until you know what you're working on is like a revenue-driving priority. Like, if it's something that's completely low-level, we got to figure out a way to get that off your plate. And I think that's what you guys... That was your next step at the end of that. That was your next step to break free. It's like, these two did a lot on their own. They went and said, you know what? I'm going to go and push uh, priorities onto other people's plates to ultimately delegate off um, (laughs) to other people on my team.
0: So, I... A little bit, and you just kind of like uh previewed oh, yeah. off of coaching a little bit, mm-hmm. which is something I want to get into. Okay, and cool. I think that, but before we do, I do, and we're gonna this is gonna be a two part podcast, yeah. and I think like we'll do part one with coaching and then part two, kind of that transition, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe some other advice we have for people and where we all are now. Nice, that's a
4: thousand
0: dollars
4: per hour. I'm two grand, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll <laughs> voice <that> later. <laughs>
0: But um, I do think for the person listening who's like feeling like you have roadblocks, the way that Brian and Elijah explained it was like, they didn't see them as roadblocks because it was part of the journey. Right. Yeah. But for somebody going through they might feel like they're roadblocks, right? Yeah. They might feel like roadblocks. And so the things I think we experienced, which I think charging, yeah. for sure, just like you said. Yep. Um, I think being on social media, mm-hmm. I did not want to fucking be on social media. Um, for me personally, I was really worried about losing... I was worried about either losing Laden through posting about business or carrying Laden through and like being heavy as fuck for people, mm-hmm. right? And hurting the business. So for me, that was a huge one. And then I think the last one that I kind of scribbled down was the prioritizing. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I just don't no want the person listening who's like, I feel like I have roadblocks. I'm overwhelmed. Right. You right. like don't believe in overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I don't want to post on social. I don't have time. You know, yeah. I don't like charging like they're like oh, they okay. might perceive those as roadblocks, but I think what's important for you to hear is like from a coaching perspective, those aren't
2: roadblocks It's part of the process. Like if you look at it this way, your roadblocks right now are your is your offer, your leads, and your sales. Right? Okay, so like you can work on your offer. You guys did that, you guys put together a great offer. You got leads by posting content on social media. If you're overwhelmed with posting content on social media, put together a step-by-step plan. To build a content system to get you out of doing it yourself, or show you a way to show up more powerfully, and then it was sales. Like that's what your guys' roadblocks were at the at that point in time was like getting your offer together, getting leads, getting sales. You guys honed in and crushed all three of those things. If you're trying to get the 10k per month right now, what are you need to focus on? It's Your offer, it's leads and it's sales. And so if you're like, okay, what is it that's not working? I don't have leads, content system, I suck at sales. Like go talk to Bowie. And then, uh, what was the other one? Offer leads. And, well, leads is like your content yeah, system, right. your offer, et cetera. Yeah. So those might be roadblocks, but they, in the grand scheme of things, like yeah. you can zoom out and say, hey, you know, don't view them as roadblocks. View, view them as ops, uh, opportunities.
0: I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Uh, I'm not disagreeing.
2: Okay.
0: I'm just saying the person <laughs> maybe doesn't have that mindset yet. Yeah. Right, they haven't done the work. <laughs> they feel like it's, it, we have, you know, people listening who haven't been coached by you. Yeah. Right?
3: Sure, so they might be feeling. Love it, love it. I fucking love Brian because I know you don't believe in overrunning. He's like, yeah, no, and he's like, and then she gives that whole thing. He's like, okay, yeah, (laughs) sure, (laughs) that thing.
0: (laughs) Like, but I'm so used to it. Like, I'm. Um, Too so much fun.
4: You guys should I'm replay awesome. that. Now. I'm telling you, there's some, there's some gold. There's there. some nuggets. Absolutely, right. a thousand right. percent. There. Cool.
0: Yeah, I think you know. As you can kind of feel here, we transitioned from really being reliant on you guys, mm-hmm. honestly, every week, and like even when we like we panicked when the program ended, not because the program ended, but we're like, what well, are we gonna do without Right, Oh no, yeah, man, no, right? But then it becomes to a point where like, like we have to, to uh, kind of. <laughs> Where you have to kind of like, you've got to start doing that and making other decisions on your own, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know much
1: how you felt through that process. If you no, to know that. I think that was kind of like what we were going through was like, oh shit, like we have to trust ourselves. Not like we didn't before, but I feel like there was always, always this like, hey, we're going to like run something by you or we can like kind of bounce ideas off of you guys. Yep. And I think that was almost like a great turning point for us. And then when we started you know, working with you guys more privately, it was the same thing. It was like, how can we use this time to like bounce ideas and really get in the weeds of like, what the hell is going on in our business? That, that was a huge for us. Thank you guys all so much for listening. We're hoping you found some really good little golden nuggets. You can find us on Instagram at 90dayceo. Feel free to shoot us a DM, just slide right in there like a little Chaz. And we wanna
0: know, what did you find valuable? What you wanna hear more about and what you have going on in your business.
1: And remember, no matter how hard it gets and it probably will get harder, just keep moving.